You are listening to The Forecast, Season 1, Episode 18. Some Summer Musings. Uh, please go to the Thank site you. and read this article. Um, very long, comprehensive piece. I've already made a submission for the Pulitzer for you on behalf of you and uh, submitted your name. And I think you should win the Pulitzer uh, in 2020. Or something <laughs> this, this Thank you. And, I, and I'll promise you one thing. When I win it, I'll forget all of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> So, um, you've listed, well, whew, where do I start with this? We obviously need uh, uh, players in several areas of the pitch, uh, back to front, okay? Um, at the same time, um, we do know, uh, as you know, earlier in the week, um, there was this uh, headline, this very enticing headline, uh, that states that Klopp will be lavished with the largest transfer kitty in the club's history. Okay, um, take that uh, as you will, what that means. Okay, so he obviously, uh, FSG um, and Klopp have realized, so-called realized, okay, that they need to be spending truckloads of money in order to, be, to, to compete um, with the Chelsea's uh, Arsenal's, uh, cities, uh, and United's of the world in the league. So, how does that how does that jive with um, with the players that we really need? Does he does he focus on uh, uh, one or two key players that really up the general quality level of the overall squad, or does he need to be spending twenty million on uh, on, on on three players? Now, I ran a poll before you guys chip in. I ran a poll on Twitter. On this, I can't seem to pull up that uh, tweet right now, but um, I had two options. Um, would you spend 20 million each on three players or 60 million on one world-class player? And the final results uh, were pretty evenly matched, I think, but it was leaning towards 60 million on a single player. So people seem to have gone um, for quality. Uh, rather than quantity, if 60 million equates to quality. Where do you guys stand on this? Do you, do you think we should be looking at numbers to address the depth problem? Or do you think we're just one or two players, quality players, short of, you know, moving to the next level? What do you think? And Vez, obviously, you can start. Um, well, <laughs> I think it's uh, not so much a matter of whether Klopp is willing to spend on an expensive player or not. I think he is willing to spend uh, on an expensive player if he feels the player is right. 
I don't think he will he will hold back if he feels the player is right. And uh, especially, there are several uh, positions that we will be needing to, to strengthen uh, in the starting lineup. First of all, the left back position. And should we change the system from this 4-3-3, which we are playing now, to, to anything involving a proper striker, we will need a proper striker. And uh, what I wrote in, in the article is about about having... We, we actually have four strikers on paper in our squad, if we count Firmino as a striker. So we have Firmino, we have Origi, we have uh, Sturridge, and we have Inks, right? right? But we don't have Inks, we don't have Sturridge for, for most of the season. Mm-hmm. So we were, we were basically down to Firmino and Origi, who are both... Uh, prone also to, to picking up minor knocks and being uh, under question for, for games, whether they w- would be available. We all shivered ahead of the City game. There were reports of both of them picking up some, some minor needles. Mm-hmm. And this is one position that we really need to address and if we are if Klopp is going to change the system into anything involving a proper striker, I think he needs to buy a real prolific striker, one that is, for want of a better word, proven. One that will put away, will put away chances and, and be hungry for goals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite is Lacazette, definitely. And... I don't think Liverpool should be sparing any money to sign a player like that. It's it's uh, it's good that you mentioned Lacazette um, or Lacazetti or whatever it's pronounced. Um, not not everyone is enamored with him. They they think that he doesn't have the work rate necessary for 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 Klopp. Um, I don't know. Does anyone has any views on this? I think personally. Obviously, the the ideal striker for Liverpool to sign would be Aubameyang at Dortmund, but he's simply he's just not available, is he? Financially, he's he's out of our league. He's not quite likely to leave Dortmund, and if he does, it probably won't be to Liverpool. But I think we probably want to be looking for a striker in that mould because he has pretty much everything that we'd we'd want from a striker in that he's tall and physically imposing in the way that the players we have at the moment aren't. He's a good finisher. He's brilliant in the box in the way that our players at the moment really aren't quite at that level. And he's also quite adaptable in the fact that, you know, if, I mean, obviously Christian can weigh in on this a bit more because he'll know more about the player given that uh, he, he's at Dortmund at the moment. Um, but, you know, if we chose to maybe put Firmino in the centre conventionally and then put Aubameyang in one of the ride roles and then allow them to interchange depending on how the passage of play is going, then... You know, I could see that happening. So I think mate, a striker in that mould is really what we want. And while Lacazette might not have the work rate, if Klopp thinks that he can train that into him and train him up to play in that system, mm-hmm. then I think he's probably close to being the ideal player that we could sign. He's uh, 25, he's uh, quite young as well. So, lots of, uh, so he should be about to really hit his peak, shouldn't he? Yeah. 
Yeah. What exactly. about this? Uh, we've been linked with this Muriel, the Colombian striker that plays at Sampdoria as well. What do, What do you think of that? I'll throw my hands up. I don't know anything about him, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know much about him. It's, it's just come up that uh, we, there's this rumor going around in Italy that uh, of the latest club that shows some interest in the Sampdorian striker. However, if you think about what Madrid paid for Hamas Rodriguez, um, and rumors are that we would pay 43 million pounds for him, which would take that up to just under what Madrid paid for him, if you think about it, because they paid 63 for him. Um, it could it could have some it could have some legs. It could have some legs that we we're, we're in for uh, Rodriguez. I suppose he, he he might fit the system, but the problem is obviously that I don't really see him as the kind of player that that Liverpool really need at the moment. I think in terms of the, the attack, the only player we really need, I think, is a kind of not a sort of Ibrahimovic-style target man, because obviously his style of play just does not suit how Klopp wants Liverpool to play, but someone who has that same kind of level of output, and you know if you get the ball to them in the box, whether it's on their head or on their feet, you you can pretty much trust that they're going to probably score in that situation. So I think those are the kind of players that we want to be looking for. Exactly. With, with your quality, quality versus quantity, um, I, I think we're going to do both. I think we're going to bring in five or six quality players uh, because we actually need five odd quality players. We need a good left back because Milner won't be playing there next year. So we need definitely need a good left back. We definitely need a good centre back. Uh, and if the rumours of Van Dijk are true, I'll be extremely happy. So those two are quality. Then the centre back won't be cheap, and I don't think a good left back is going to be cheap. It's not. We're not going to break the bank with that. We 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 definitely need a striker or uh, another speedster out wide and a striker. So there's a, that's there's another two, and definitely we need another sort of uh, midfielder. So I I I think I think Klopp will have the funds, whether it's a hundred million. Uh, he hasn't spent. He, we, we've had a we've uh, we've had a, a surplus in the last couple of windows. We're going to be getting selling. Lucas is probably going to Fernabache. That's all uh, the reports are true for around about two million. Sturridge is going to be going. Sarko is going to be going. So we're going to be raising funds at least fifteen odd million for Sarko and at least the same fifteen to twenty odd million on on Sturridge. Uh, yeah. uh, we, we're going to recoup on that. Uh, the two million odd on, on Lucas is neither here nor there. Um, so I can I can see us spending at least another 50, 60, 70 million uh, on on quality players, especially if we if we make the Champions League. So I don't get it. Quantity versus quality. We we're going to need at least those five good players coming in, and I want them all to be quantity uh, quality. Yeah, I mean, of course, um, that's mm-hmm. that's uh, that's the way to look at that. But you know, I don't think I personally I see these two points as kind of mutually exclusive because of the the rising costs of such players. So it, it's an implied kind of um, understanding that uh, quality equates to a certain price tag, uh, and that would def- that would automatically mean that instead of five players, you could only get two. Three. But, um, yeah, but what what is your definition? What is your definition of, of, of a price tag? Do you think uh, everybody was bitching and moaning that we bought Mane for for thirty two million? 
that would be overpaid for him. And that's a quality signing at 32 million. So if we if we make quality signings anywhere from 20 to 40 million, that you know that's that 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 is, that is sort of doing the, the same job. Yeah, but how many of those can you buy? And and what's the total what's the total bill going to be? It's still okay. Gonna, so if you if you if hundred million, yes, <coughs> we're not going to we're not going to spend we're not going to spend 20 30 million on a left back. We're going to spend between 10 and 15 million on the left, left back. Mm-hmm. Van Dijk is a different story. Whether we get him for 30, 35 million, time will tell. Uh, whether Klopp says that is a good investment with what we've got. So, 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 in terms of that, what do we spend on 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 on, on a forward? What do we spend on a, on a midfielder? It, it's it's going to be interesting because you can get a lot of good, very very good, classy players. Between twenty and forty million. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead, Christian. Um, Vez started with the the exactly right argument. He said, and that's exactly what the manager said himself. Uh, he is not after expensive or cheap signings. He's after the fitting players, those who fit well into this team. And it could be forty million for one player, and could be. Uh, a bargain or for free for another hundred percent hundred percent and that was exact that's exactly what happened in the last transfer window and look at Martip who came for free and he and all of a sudden yeah he's our best defender and everything is arranged around him all the plannings all the thoughts of the supporters are arranged around Martip who could pair with him yeah Instead of Lavrin Clavan or Sacco in the past, yeah, all gone. In fact, Martip is the center thought, and everything is, yeah, uh, he's everything is centered about uh, uh, in, with Martip in, in the middle, and uh, then we think about the second defender who could fit well with him. So, and and the other one, Mane, was extremely expensive at thirty-four million pounds, but uh, he was worth it. And Absolute Gini, bargain at this stage. At this stage, yes. And I think the next transfer window will show exactly the same. But Keith, as I said before, with the, with the massively increased prices for good players, especially for pacey players, with, with uh, where Klopp is is, is really uh, uh, really after. What do you think Brunt will cost? What do you think a Brunt will cost? Um, anything. A, a bit above 20 million pounds. Exactly. Uh, I think so, uh, but you know, the, the rumors were that we were in for Drexler, he didn't want to come, he went to PSG. So if they were prepared to pay for Drexler, they will pay 20, 25 million for Brandt. And, yeah. and that, in today's prices, is not expensive, but he's a quality player. I think I think um, uh, Klopp was not really after Draxler, but he is really after Brandt because that's his his sort of player. Yeah, Draxler also <laughs> is a bit arrogant. He's not too he's not too pacey. He's he's very inconsistent. When he likes to play, he's extremely good. And uh, when when Draxler, yeah, when when it rains a bit or he has a has had a bad shit before, <laughs> then <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't turn up and he disappears. And Draxler was extremely inconsistent, and that's exactly not 
what Klopp is after. But Brandt is very, very good. He's very disciplined. He's very ambitious and passionate about the game. And those sort of young guys, he's after. And Max Meyer could, of Schalke, could be such a player as well, although I don't know him really as, as, as well as others. And... Um, uh, James Rodriguez, I think that could be very difficult from the the sort of of personality, and that's only something uh, experts like like uh, Buvac or Klopp they can really judge that. What do, what do you think? What do you think of those stories, Christian, uh, about Gotze? Personally, I don't want him to come to Anfield, but on the same sense, if you get him for a really good price, would it be worthwhile? I was one of those who really, really wanted to 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 Götze to move to Anfield because I th- I thought um, that I thought there was a very good relationship, personal relationship between Klopp and Götze, and I thought Klopp could lure him to Anfield and really um, motivate Götze much more than any other coach to to get the best out of himself again. But um, with Götze refusing to come come to us and preferring um, to go to Dortmund, despite of a fantastic offer we made, illegally, according to reports, um, I have to say that, um, the door has to be shut. I actually think Klopp holds grudges. Uh, I actually, the way the, the way the way he's treated Sarko, I would be very surprised if he actually opens the door for Götze. Absolutely not. I totally agree with you. That that thing is through. Götze is through, and and furthermore, it seems that that uh, Götze is suffering from uh, some sort of a depression. It's my personal thoughts. Yeah, like Sebastian Deisler of Berlin, a fantastic, t- fantastically talented German player in the, I think in the nineties, uh, who who uh, started suffering of depression and yeah, had to stop the game. Stop playing football, and I think Götze is on the same way out of the game. He will never again reach his heights of the past. That's uh, that's done. That's through. And, I also think and, I think we're going to see a big step up from Gruich next year, from a from a midfield perspective as well. He's yes. he's going to be he's taken a year, and I think we're all going to be surprised at how good Gruich is going to be and mature. Uh, uh, now that he's had a year to sort of acclimatize in England, we all know there are there will always be flops, and mm-hmm. Klopp had a few flops as well. Sure. But I I hope, as you as all of you, that Gruich will make the the next step because he's he's a hugely talented player. I I love him very much. His style of play, yeah, his technical skills, his exact passing, fantastic. Coming back to this. Uh, Hold on, hold on. Coming back to Dahoud, I mean, obviously, since uh, he's uh, confirmed that he's going to Borussia Dortmund, obviously, Dortmund. now yeah. uh, we know that he's a shit player and we were never in for him in the first place, right? <laughs> so let's, let's agree on this point. Um, I think with coming coming back to Virgil van Dijk, we always keep mentioning him. Um, my view is that I don't think we will sign him. It's not going to happen. It never works that way. Um, a, 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 you know, a prospect or player target that we we all want, but we never get. It's uh, always ended up that way for us. I don't just I see that I don't think he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna join the Liverpool. Gotza, I don't know. Um, I think we can do we can do much better. 
Let's still he's out for the season. He's yeah, he's out for the season. Yeah, but I don't think. I mean, even if he sorts out his um, what, what was that issue that he had? Some something. I like the English word for it. Um, physical problem. I, can't I, I, I have to look it up. But Vess, uh, while, we, while you're looking that up, I just want to ask Vess one thing, Joe. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, what's happened to uh, uh, that Croic, that, that, that Croatian, it was a Croatian or Serbian youngster that was going to come but decided to stay to play Champions League football. Have you been monitoring him? Doric. Ante Doric. Yeah, I don't think there, there was ever any real substance in, in that story. Have you him. watched him as a player? I've seen him. Yeah, I, I can't honestly say that I've watched him like all season, every game and stuff like that. But I've seen him play and he is a talented youngster. But uh, I can't see him coming to Liverpool at all. There Not are the youngsters with the youngsters coming through our academy in Nigeria, uh, exactly. Brannigan and all that. Yeah, we're going to bring in another youngster. Uh, then, then there are better options, far better options. Hmm. Whose place will Dahu take in the Dortmund side, Christian? Gunnogan. He's a Gunnogan type of player. Technically skilled, he's not, not too fast, but he is, he is a very good player. He has a, this special sort like, like Gunnogan had of, of interesting tricks, of sudden passes which you don't expect, and very precise. That's it. That that has stood out for me, watching him play. So I would see him very close to Gundogan. Um, the problem with the Gundogan type of player is that um, sometimes he disappears a bit. Dahoud uh, is not is all, also so, um, one of those technically gifted players who sometimes turn up when they love to play and everything is good. And when it's not really working very well, then they disappear easily, like Özil, for example, as well. And um, Klopp, Klopp um, prefers players who really roll up the sleeves and, and throw themselves yeah, into the game and towards the opposition, like Grosskreutz, for example, or, or Brandt, um, Piszczek. And these are the typical Klopp players, Lewandowski also. Think, Joe, uh, well, who do you think who do you think we we should bring in to basically give Coutinho to give Coutinho a rest, or is there anybody else that can play that Coutinho role? Uh, hold on, um, I'm going to have to bring this in for our landing though, so I'm going to just focus on two things at the moment. Okay, um, so uh, Will, you you did a piece on uh, James Milner, okay? Yeah. Um, and we discussed this, I think, two shows two shows back about uh, the future of Milner. Uh, we talked about the, the I think that it was a very popular show actually. You had a lot of downloads on that one, the Next Six. Remember that show, guys, that we did, the Next Six. So we had a lot of listens on that one. Um, and we talked about James Milner in this list as well. Um, you did this piece um, or this video. Uh, if yeah. you haven't, if you guys haven't watched it already. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, go to foresight.com and there's a there's a video there with a player focus on James Milner done by Will. So have a have a watch on that. I think it's about ten minutes or something like that. Um, do you think the Milner at left back experiment is over? 
I think um, I can't really see it con- uh, continuing beyond uh, the end of this season simply because while he has been, you know, he's been a good enough stopgap. We put we didn't put him at left back. I think expecting him to to be a revelation and to become our permanent left back. We put him there because in the situation we were in, we simply didn't have any other options because Moreno wasn't really performing and. I don't. I think we did target left backs in the last transfer window, but none that Klopp saw good enough for the team and good enough for long term success at Liverpool really came forward and materialised. So, I think this season will pro- this summer transfer window we probably will have another go at, uh, at signing a left back and hopefully we'll have a little bit more success. I imagine with the fact that Moreno is clearly not an option for the foreseeable future and Milner is obviously not he's not our permanent left back and he is going to get a, he is getting to that later stage in his career where he won't even be able to play you know belting up and down the wing all games so I personally I think that we will sign a left back in the summer transfer window but I don't think that necessarily spells the end for James Milner because obviously we will probably have European football next season whether that's Champions League or Europa League football mm-hmm. And so there will be times in the squad where we need a little bit of depth and to have him available at left back as a utility player when we do need him, which will probably be quite a few times given the amount of games we'll have to play. I can see why Klopp might want to hold on to him in that left back position. Okay, Uh, so that's the first question on James Milner at left back experiment. Mm -hmm. The experiment I want to talk about, and I'll post this to Vez. Uh, Vez, you you started off this whole thing, you talked about our strikers, right? So you talked about uh, Daniel Sarage, you talked about uh, Danny Ings, both uh, injured or frequently injured and generally unavailable. And then that leaves only uh, Firmino and uh, uh, Origi, who Origi has gone through up and down. Um, but again, the, the saving grace again is his uh, age and his willingness to learn. He's made some noises. Uh, his uh, he felt um, a bit uh, you know uncomfortable with his uh, the lack of playing time. Okay, so but I think you know Klopp will sort that out. I think he he will come on good uh, uh, in the years to come. Uh, he will and will remain a Liverpool player. I feel. But what about this experiment? With Firmino as a focal point of attack, especially away from <coughs> teams that uh, you know that we're set up to counter, uh, do you think Klopp is going to persist with that, uh, with Firmino up front like that, or is he going to go to go for a, 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 a stronger centre forward, a typical centre forward type of um, role, and pull Firmino uh, further back? Well, personally, I think there's no knowing about that at this point. Okay. Uh, we can all. Yes, and speculate, but... Uh, and you do. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, personally, I think uh, he will go for a proper, a, a real standout centre-forward because uh, he has been using this system this season. I don't think he will want to uh, others, uh, other managers to, to know what to expect from him next season. So I think he will change something about that. It, it, it's a great situation we have with uh, I think it's uh, Mane is our best Premier League scorer right with yeah. how many goals 11 12 uh, some, 12 know. Premier League goals he's got this season yeah and how many does Lukaku have a lot more <laughs> yeah a lot more exactly <laughs> and who are the best scorers in the league 
the strikers? No, the which club, which team? It's Liverpool, actually, with ah, sixty-one, cool. with sixty-one goals scored. It's Liverpool, okay. who are the top scorers. With uh, their their top scorer having a lot less goals to his name than Romelu Lukaku. Okay. So what does that tell you? Uh, Klopp has found a great way to distribute goals throughout the team, and a player such player as Firmino is, who is very smart in filling those channels, finding that, that half space and and employing others. The, the perfect example was that Lalana chance against Manchester City. Mm-hmm. The, the way mm-hmm. yeah. he, he got that pass from Wijnaldum, he backheeled it towards Lalana, who that, then squandered it. Uh, that's something Firmino does great in when we, when we talk about attacking. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other thing is, of course, that that high pressing that he's really, really good at, uh, and having him and Lalana both, it just makes makes this system work. But like I said, I think come next summer he will switch back to to having a proper number nine in the team and playing for one man to to be the top scorer. Vez, would you make a would you make a bid for Lukaku? Well, <laughs> uh, regarding his quality and his capabilities, I sure would. Uh, there's no question about that. But seeing how he comes from Everton, <laughs> maybe I'm not the right. They will not sell him to us. Well, yeah, the, the, that's they the only sell. reason, right? So that, that's the only reason. Nothing to do with his quality, right? Exactly. Uh, personally, I wouldn't mind even signing a Manchester United player as long as it's not Marwan Fellaini or, or Ander Herrera. So. We will not buy a Manchester United player either. It won't happen. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's for sure. But like I said, it's just a, a personal point of view. I wouldn't mind if we signed uh, David De Gea from them or another player that we could really use. Well, at least not directly. Ince is a good example, right, Paul Ince? But I think he, yeah. he left United. Where did he go to after that? I can't remember. But, um, he went to Italy and then came to yeah, us. that's right. If I had a hundred and whatever million, um, I'm leaning on the quality side of the argument. So I would actually put all my powder in just three players in three positions, solve the left-back question once and for all, for God's sake, Okay, it's been an albatross on our neck for years and years. Okay, solve that first. Okay, I would get a centre back. Okay, we need that quality, real high quality centre back. And I would get a centre forward stroke winger. So I would, I would, I would put all my gunpowder in just these three players. And I think we'll be okay.